Hello, queens and kings. It's your girl, Queen Sassy Shoemate, your chocolate drop of truth. And I have a guest today. I have two special guests today. I have Kenzie and her son, Egale. Did I say it right? Egale. 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 There you go. So I have her and her son on the show today. And today our topic is, oh, forgiveness comes with boundaries. And do you want to introduce yourself more of who you are, Kenzie? Uh, well, my name is Kenzie. I've been known Sonia since middle school, and she used to run track, and we all thought she was from Africa, and she was just extremely, extremely fast, and she never told us that, you know, she was. <laughs> I think years later, she comes like, why would you? Sonia <laughs> was just fast. I mean, it was like nobody she couldn't beat. I couldn't understand it. And you know, back then, you know, everybody was winning Olympics and stuff from another country. So she was just blessed. So we just thought it had to be some superhuman back. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, like a funny because you really did. Yeah, like, she was very popular in those schools. I don't, I never considered myself popular. I just considered myself well known and respected. Well known and respected. <laughs> That's well, you want to say the I can say the real response though. When I said, Oh, I thought this was Africa, I ain't gonna say what you said. I said, like, I think this is how you were going. Oh, because I was like, yeah, I'm so sorry. I thought you were Well, it wasn't even that. It's just I think because I was young and I was just like I had nothing against people that was from Africa. It was just the fact like I was born and raised in Oakland. So my 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 mindset was just like what the what the fuck you mean where I'm from? So I mean my mouth was pretty foul. So it didn't come off of being African. It's just like why do you think that kind of thing? Yeah. 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 But um so so I sent you a list and what made you choose that topic? situations make you have more healthier boundaries and I say healthier boundaries because sometimes you can set boundaries that are toxic they can be toxic or um just just not helpful I feel like boundaries are supposed to be helpful um that's why I wanted to bring out the book I know you said you have not read this book, but if you read, uh, if you ever get the time to read this book, Setting Boundaries to Find Peace 
and guide to reclaiming yourself. I don't want to mess up the lady's name, but if you look up that topic, I put this, um, when I do the description of this uh, episode, I'll put more details in there because in my past episodes, I I, I talked about um, topics from this book. And one of the um, things that really stood out to me, uh, the, the importance of boundaries is to, boundaries is to educate other people how to treat you. And I felt like that was important because a lot of times we assume that people know how they how to treat you and everybody is brought up in different households so what they think is okay may be offensive to you to the point where you have to create a boundary with them so i feel my i think i really start creating boundaries for my peace that's that's my first. Because you needed peace, you said. Not needed peace. I needed to protect my peace. Yeah. So, where what areas in your life where you see that you're starting to place those boundaries? It definitely started with needing my peace. It was uh, it got to the point where kind of like it's either. Okay, this one. It's either everybody else or yourself. You know what I mean? It's like, who are you going to put first? And I started setting boundaries, honestly, when I had my son. And you um, had your son? You know, I would have time where he's a newborn and I'm frustrated. You know, when I had my son. That was in 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a minute. I'll say that's when my journey began. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it also comes with priorities. Like, you know, at that point, I prioritized my life. But what's most important? Those things yeah. I just had to leave at the door. Like, that does not matter. I'm only obligated to one person, and that's my son. It's the only innocent person that didn't ask to be here. You know what I mean? And it's not going to intentionally do anything to me, or, you know what I mean? So sometimes I'll be frustrated with him, and it's not, I'm not really frustrated because he's supposed to leave the baby. And yeah. at that time, he's right a, now he's a toddler. Is he a toddler? I think that. Yes, a toddler. Uh, <laughs> or, okay, that's toddler. Okay, you know, and that's like a lot. So, but he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's, he's living life. He's growing. You know what I mean? He's doing what he's supposed to do in life. And I was like, if I'm frustrated at what's normal, it's something wrong. And I had to <laughs> yeah. ask myself, what is it? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, why are you? I, 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 I get I it. Doing? I get it. Because <laughs> it wasn't, I don't have a, a child, but my boundaries came from like, why am I surrounding myself with certain people and their actions? And it's just like, if they keep doing the same damn thing over and over again, and you trying to help them, are you giving them the advice and they don't want to take it? And then they just keep on doing it. It was just like, why? I had to ask myself, like, if you don't like it and you don't like being in that environment, why do you keep on going? So it was just like, okay, Sonia. That's that. That's the light bulb. Like you can't get mad at what's going in in the environment if you keep putting yourself in the environment. So I was just like, oh yeah, this subtract yourself from the environment. And then I'm also still in the yeah. process of learning how to express myself through words in certain situations. Um, 
where I I am more vocal, especially in the workplace. I am more vocal uh, okay. in the workplace, especially from um, I didn't like being touched. Like even though I'm a, a, a affectionate person when it comes to the people I love, but in the workplace, you don't gotta tap me on my shoulder. You ain't gotta rub on my skin. It, you know how they just do too much. So I do this. I'm like, uh, can you not touch me? Make them look the shoulder. Like I feel uncomfortable, and they look at me like it's a problem. I'm like, did you forget we just came out of of a? We still in a pandemic. And then they brought around monkeypox. Do you really think I want anybody and everybody to touch me? No. Yeah. But I do. I give kids hugs. Yes. Not even that. It's just yeah. like don't touch me. So I was learning to use my vocals to express myself more in situations because sometimes I you can just look at a person and it'd be like, but it's just like you know people can't read facial expressions all the time, so you got to be vocal. I was just about to say, what was the what was the alternative? If you were being vocal, was it just a facial expression you was giving them? Oh, I just gave them a cold shoulder. Like I don't want to deal with you. Like I just wouldn't. Okay. I just, I would just like let let you figure it out. Like <laughs> I don't have time. Like I give an example. I I recently used vocals where it was something simple. I was on my way to my sister house. I'm at the bar station. The lady got her dog, right? I'm not allergic to dogs, but her dog, I actually tapped her dog because she got her dog on the little seat. You know, the little, uh, you know, when you wait for the bark. And so I said, oh, I didn't notice you there, you know? So I'm thinking when I said that, maybe she'll be like, oh, the dog is in my space. He keeps circling around me. And you know my sister. My sister is highly allergic to animals. And I'm going to my sister house who's a highly allergic to animals. So I turned around nicely. Yes, I'm going to Vine House. So I turned around nicely and I said, excuse me, ma'am, can you please get your dog? I'm I I'm I'm going to my sister house and she's very highly allergic to dogs. And I'm just trying to be respectful. She was just like, well, it doesn't seem like you're allergic to dogs. I said, ma'am, I didn't say I was allergic to dogs. The destination where I'm going, that person is allergic to dogs. So can you please get your dog? It was, I was setting a boundary and not trying to be rude. But then sometimes people, because I could have just turned around and looked at her like, yeah, it's just like, I could have looked at her and said, can you get your dog? You know what I mean? That's a toxic kind of thing. I was being polite. Like, woman, get your dog. But that's just a made, like, a little small little thing to to say. But it, it, but it starts there, though. Because it, 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 it can be something simple. Like, you might be, let's say, in a work setting. You might have a coworker that always want to hang out. You know damn well you don't want to hang out. Right? Instead of saying, oh, maybe next time. Or, yeah, maybe you'll try it. No, just say, I don't like to, uh, I like to keep my personal life and my work life separate. So, no thank you. So it's, so it's like, it's more direct. So you don't have to worry about this person keep coming 
and and asking you and asking you and asking you. But the topic, hold on. The topic is forgiveness comes with boundaries. Now. Yeah, you talk about boundaries. <laughs> well, we talk about boundaries, but sometimes people... But when you, you learn that through <laughs> setting boundaries through that forgiveness. That's how you learn how to be vocal. But then, uh, yeah, you got to be vocal. And also because when you forgive someone, sometimes they feel like you're supposed to just go back to how things are or how it used to be in certain situations depending on it could be with the family you know friends co-workers associates whoever it may be past relationships uh situationships whatever type of ships relationships that sometimes people forget that okay i forgive you for doing x y and z but now since we have those conversations about how i feel it's like you didn't respect them. So now I have to set a boundary to keep my distance. I, I cut and that sometimes those boundaries are cutting people off too. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I I have and, uh, cut I think out to people. With setting boundaries, we shouldn't limit them to who those boundaries are set for. There was a point in my life where, oh, that's my sister, that's my mom. That's my cousin. No, 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 no. Anybody can get it. Anybody at this point in my life, like anybody. Seriously, like so. You know, yeah. It it is. I I it, it. Okay, turn on the heater. It's important because people think that it if it's if it's your sister, it's your mom or your dad or you know whatever family member, or cousin or or because they're blood. Um, there, it should be, uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? Exceptions? Did I say it right? Limited. Yeah. Yeah. Have exceptions because, because it is family, but at the same time, family can, um, be, take advantage of, take advantage of you, um, as we, as we all know. In different situations, um, like for me, I, I'll just use my example with my father. My father wasn't in my life since I was the age when I was the age of six, right? He got back in my life when I was sixteen. We had that heart to heart conversation. We've been close ever since. But now, my father is at a different uh, mindset. His health is different. And who he uh, surrounds himself with is not the best of his interests. And so I, even though I love my father to death, I care for him. I used to call him like every, almost every day on my breaks. But because of the people he hang around and how they misuse him, I have to set boundaries on, I don't want to say how I reach him, but... I have to set a boundary because he's cho- he's choosing to be around a certain group of people who I know that doesn't have his best interests. So I have to set a boundary of I have to love him. I still love him. I still care for him. If he was to call me, I answer. If I have a way to get out there, I'll go out there and visit him. But I have to set a boundary because those people that's around him, I can only do so much. 
Because when he's around them, his behavior is different. And I can't tolerate that. So that's nothing. Boundaries and forgiveness is about what you will tolerate and what you, what you will tolerate and what you will accept. And you can't go back on your bound. Like you can't, if you set a boundary, you have to be firm in it. That's one thing I learned in the book. It's like you have to be firm in your decision. If you say you don't want to do X, Y, and Z, or if you said this hurt you and this person still does it, and you said if you do this again, I'm going to have to stop allowing you to do this or stop coming over certain times, you have to do those things. And it's just being firm in it. And I think I'm at a point where I'm just being more firm in my decision-making of keeping myself accountable of setting those boundaries. That's what I feel like a lot of people forget that boundaries is not just you said it once. It's like, it's a continuing thing. Like you, sometimes you have to continue to remind people because sometimes they'll try to push your buttons. And you can't allow, you can't allow them to push some buttons. It's like we just, we're, we're teaching ourselves. We've been taught so much. The foundation has been set for us. The foundation, this your family, this this family, this is what's supposed to be. So forgiveness and boundaries doesn't apply to family. Yeah. It applies to outsiders. I can take advantage of you, but they can't. So you need to set that there. But honestly, peace. You should be able to go to a family member and have peace too. It's not it's not always gonna be like that, but I feel like when we reteach ourselves, that's why you read in that book. That's why when I have my son, I'm reteaching myself, I'm relearning. Yeah. And now I can set a foundation for my son that even if it's mommy, hey, mommy, you gotta go. You know, and I'm gonna literally tell him that. Like that's the foundation I'm gonna teach him. Like I'm not gonna go, you know. I'm gonna let have his own opinion. I'm not gonna, you know, because I said so. It's just so many things I want to unlearn so I can teach my son. So he can go into the world and not accept those things from people. So that that way he doesn't have to try to teach himself at thirty. He can come into the world like that. That and that's, that's so that's important. That we really just talk. Yeah, that that is so important. I'm proud that you you are doing that because a lot of times it's like. The cycle continues because it's like, oh, my mom and daddy did it, so I'm going to do it. And then it's passed on. And it's good that you identify the, I don't want to say bad cycle, but the unhealthy cycle that has happened so you can break that cycle, so you can create a, a more healthy cycle so he can understand that you don't have to tolerate certain behaviors because that that person is who they are they auntie they uncle or they cousin or they grandma you know they don't have to do that and so i think that's that's so important because some you'd be so surprised on how so many kids are hurt because they because they even she even talked about that in the book about it uh, um uh she talks about how parents need to respect kids boundaries like when they go to a family house and they and they say they don't like to oh let what he say mommy oh yeah like say for example they go to uh what's wrong 
Oh, <laughs> oh, but like you know, just like respecting, respecting the uh, kids' boundaries. Like, say for example, your son goes. You go to a a, a family uh, a friend's birthday party, and your son might say, "Oh, I don't like going to X, Y, and Z house because when I'm there, I feel like this." Instead of like some parents would ignore that boundary that your child is telling them, and then you know stuff happens so for you to say that that's that's important that's one of the things about boundaries like not just adults have boundaries children have boundaries too like if they don't feel comfortable in a situation or they don't want to hug auntie mimi or they don't want to go to uncle pat pat house i don't know it well listen to your kid and just because you might have a connection with that with them in that way doesn't mean your child has one too so you have to um you got to respect kids boundaries too and i think that's another problem within itself that parents think that kids feelings are what they say are not valid until it's too late in certain situations yeah and i too and knowing what a healthy friendship is and also understanding um what else gonna say um and healthy relationships relationships and 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 also having healthy coping methods i wish i would have known more healthy coping methods when i was younger when i was frustrated or if i had you know moments you know when you especially when you're in uh, i feel like it should really start in elementary if you start teaching kids healthier ways to handle situations but if they if they you know if you teach kids how to handle their their issues as a child they'll they'll know how to handle them as an adult because people don't realize how you handle situations you are a kid you'll still handle them the same as an adult yeah he said what he wanted to write Marlon name Marley knocked out. He just up. I was hoping she'd be entertaining him while because he's taking a nap earlier, so he up now. And no school tomorrow, so he he up. But, yeah, but uh, again, forgiveness and boundaries—they're hard. They don't realize it's yeah, but it's for us. It's for ourselves. Just like forgiveness. Forgiveness is for yourself. It's not for somebody else. But that's why also people take it so personal when you set those boundaries or you set that. In in my case, I don't take it personal. And I don't always assume that if somebody is, that it's me. You can't just assume Like, oh, maybe I I offended them or whatever. If somebody's telling you something, it should be just that. Or even if I did offend you, and my intention wasn't, 
stuff. You have to set boundaries. I'm okay with that too. I, I've said that with the people I've recently been uh, setting those boundaries with. And of course, when you tell them something and they want to be defensive, I say, hey, you got to do what's best for you. And I'd be laughing, but I'd be serious because I'm like, y'all don't know how serious I am. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I had a person tell me, well, I feel like you treat me like somebody. They told me I treat them like somebody in their life that was treating them bad. The story they told me, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I said, where do we go from here then? I said, I said your feelings are valid. Exactly my words. Your feelings are valid. But where do we go from here? Well, I still want to continue to have a friendship. How? How do we do that? I said, I'm not going to be proving to you that I'm not that person. I'm going to continue to be myself. Now, if this is something you sound really harming you, then I will stop that if I feel like, but I said, what I'm doing, I'm not doing it. I'm being myself. I'm not saying anything in particular. I'm just saying boundaries and those boundaries being set to you, telling you the truth is offending you or making you feel away. And because I told you, now you're defensive and now you're trying to say something to hurt me. I don't want to be. I don't want to be in your. I don't want to be around you. Based off that, but how do you say that to somebody? Then you still want to be their friend. I still be around them. Yeah, and yeah. Like, that that it, it to me. I would have said. I would have said. I understand I am being myself, but if something about my personality is a trigger for you, you should figure out what that trigger is. So maybe I can identify what that is within myself because it might be something I need to work on or it might be something that you need to work within yourself. Yeah. Because that's what it is. Like, it, it, that, that's just an honest thing because... Sometimes your personality or who you are sometimes can be a trigger to somebody else is because either you have something that they have that that they have that you want or it they might you might have said something or did something mm-hmm. not intentionally like you said that was a trigger so it's just like not putting the blame on me but if you want me to if you're telling me something, I'm a person I I feel like I have to I, I need to fix something if it is. Like if I personally did something to you that was offensive, tell me what it is. And if you can't identify what it is, then the problem is not me, the problem is you. And so I tell them, I say, "Well, you do what's best for you cuz I guarantee I'm going to do what's best for me." That's what I, t- I tell I, t- I I I am I'm in a place where I cannot tolerate people cuz you know I'm I'm I got a mouth on me. I ain't going to lie. I know I got a mouth on me. But I have learned through the years. I'm not saying it's gone. I have learned through the years to control it. And I also know that I got a big heart too, and I'm very caring and I care for people. So once I see somebody take my kindness for weakness or they try to um, uh, manipulate how I feel about people to get what they want out of the situation, I cut people off. Like, I don't mean it to just like, I don't care how they feel, but it's just the fact that I got to protect myself because if you were willing to do that and thought that I wasn't going to notice that's what you were doing, that says a lot about your character. Because you know that this person will do X, Y, and Z for you, right? 
or you know that this person will step up to the plate to help out, that means you're taking advantage of that person's, you know, ability to do something without caring about how that person feels. I'm not tolerating that type of stuff no more. Like, everybody's human. Everybody go through stuff. Everybody experience different things. So I'm not going to manipulate a situation to get somebody to do something knowing what they're going through or knowing I'm doing it. Uh, sometimes, you know, some people do it maliciously. Some people do it and don't notice that they're doing it. And some people just do it and don't give a fuck that they doing it. And I want, and I'm just at a point where I can't take somebody saying, "Oh, I didn't mean it that way," or you know, I would. If you have to say that, yeah, if you have to say it like that, that says a lot to me. That you knew what you were doing in the first place, but you thought that I was so naive that I wasn't going to notice that. So once I see that, I just set a boundary and I step back and I don't give them that part of me anymore. I because it's I now I go I go into a situation with open with an open heart of not being just I mean everybody judge, but not placing judgment on people before getting to know them. But once you if I got something in my head, I'm like, uh, I don't know this person. But if you start showing me your true colors. I'm not going to be like, oh, they showing me blue. No, nah, they all right. They just, uh-uh, they, they going to turn white again. Or, you know, no. If you showing me blue, that means you're blue. If you showing me you red, you red. That's who you are. You not, uh. Tony, this boy up here crying. Oh. Because I ain't paying him no attention. You want to end it? We can end it. Yeah, what's no... Let's start again tomorrow in the morning because they'll be sleep. What time do you wake up in the morning? Um, it's Saturday. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I well, I know they can sleep till about twelve. So, and I'll be up. Okay. So I we're gonna. I wake up and then we're trying to plan it from there. Okay. So we'll we'll make this a. This is part one of forgiveness yeah. and boundaries with my host. Yeah. Kenzie and her special host, her son, <laughs> Agale. You know he, Ogale. He he popped in there, and if you heard a child, that was that was my baby in the background. But she is a Kenzie is a friend, a sister, and a mother, and so she is setting the boundary of doing mommy duties first, and we will continue this tomorrow. And like I always say, no regrets, just life lessons. Love you. Bye. Love you too.